1: I'm hoping the Big Ten has to modify their system for us.
0: <laughs> it's probably like getting Drake 10 sandpaper rubbed on your face every day. I mean we say it
1: all the time whether you know there's two types of turds, you're a sinker or you're a floater, but you're still a turd, right? I
0: mean um, we're we're we are about players and players playing the plays and not necessarily the plays.
1: Welcome to the Varsity Club Podcast. My name is Derek Peterson. Following in uh, in a line of some heavy-hitting podcast guests, I have Jojo Doman, black shirt linebacker, according to PFF, one of the best returning linebackers in the country this year. Jojo, I'm very excited to have you on this podcast. Thank you for coming on, man. How are you,
0: Derek? Thanks for having me, bro. I'm blessed. Another day, yeah. I'll try to get better.
1: So, um, I'm looking at the buzz cut that you have. I have said this before. Do people tell you you look like Tim Tebow?
0: Uh, here once or twice a year.
1: Yeah. How do you feel about that?
0: Dude, honestly, honestly, that my creator made me in a similar image of, you know, a man of that stature. You know, it's cool. It's a cool little side gig. Okay. It's fun. I don't, I don't look, I don't think or look too much into it, but it always, you know, that's not, that's not a bad person to remind somebody of.
1: Tebow is very, he's one of those, like you either love him or, or you could really hate him him. kind of guys. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and so like with your family on Colorado Springs, you kind of being from the area Were you like when he was with Denver, when he was doing stuff, were you guys like, yes, Tebow is, is the guy that Denver should stick with or no, it's they need a new quarterback.
0: Yeah. It's funny. Cause actually when he was at Florida, I didn't like him. Really? Probably. I don't know. And I don't really know why. I don't remember why, but I just remember I didn't like Florida or Tebow. And once he came to Denver and I kind of gave him a shot and just kind of how he played the game. It was so unorthodox and how like he just made things so much more difficult than it needed to be, but he still found a way to get them done. Like that playoff win versus Steelers was so hype. Mm-hmm. And I, I ended up, I ended up getting on the Tebow bandwagon uh, by the end of his time in his okay. tenure in Denver. So, and obviously like, I didn't like him at Florida before I knew what he was really about. And what he stood for so when he came to denver and that kind of opened the portal to me understanding uh, and hearing about uh, what he stands for like yeah i definitely resonated with a lot of his values and was rooting for him
1: um his his florida tenure is remarkable in the sense that like if you know of tim tebow and like you just said what he's about um he's definitely a spiritual guy he's definitely a, a high character guy And there's, there's like a high percentage of his teammates from that Florida team that have like been in jail. It's like, it's, 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 it's not funny. It's kind of ironic, um, Mm. that, that he was part of that kind of team. It's interesting. Um, I have you here, Jojo.
0: Yeah. He probably was one of the, the, the pivotal pieces that brought everybody together. It helped him like focus on football instead of all the other millions of things that they wanted to be done.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, probably um jojo you're here today we're gonna talk about nil stuff you are hosting a a football camp uh with ben stilley coming up i that's soon that's this week isn't it
0: yeah that's in three days okay
1: yeah so we're recording this on wednesday um that camp will be on saturday so if you guys are listening to this on friday when it comes out uh you still have time to get your butts to the camp it's a good camp i had Ben on my podcast last week to kind of talk about what went into that um why they're doing it how you can how you can figure out uh, all the info you need about it. So go listen to that if you haven't listened to that. Um, Jojo, let's just talk about some NIL stuff. Let's talk about what you're doing, things like that. But first, uh, because we're recording this on Wednesday, let's make this topical. Nebraska announced a new athletic director Wednesday morning, Trev Alberts. Um, this is a question that I've had for a hot minute, and I finally have a player that I'm going to be able to ask, and it's timely. What kind of interaction does a player have with an athletic director? Do you see this guy regularly or is it something where like you're going to see him once in a blue moon and he's really there to interact with coaches and things like that?
0: Yeah, he with the last with the last two that I've been a part of, I don't know how Trev's going to operate. Um the last two it was like you see him on a blue moon, um you see him on the plane on away games. Um and yeah, there really is no interaction. He mostly interacts with the coaches and you know all the higher up people that make business decisions and such. But really, no, really, no personal relationship um, on the player side from these last two.
1: So your day to day is probably not going to change too much with with a new
0: guy coming in and changing things. Right, right. 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 Unless like he puts a system in place that w- would affect me. Um, other than that, like no. Interesting. Um,
1: okay, NIL stuff. You're doing a camp. Why did you want to do a camp? Why is one of the first things uh, that you're doing in this NIL space, why is it something that is helping other people? Why is a, a football camp um, appeal to you?
0: It's because it helped me. Like Growing up as a kid, it helped. Not only was it an outlet for my energy, um, not only did it help me sharpen my fundamentals and technique of this, of this game we call football, but it also bridged the gap between my superheroes and myself. Um, these people I put, I put on a pedestal and thought like, man, it'd, like if it'd be the coolest thing in the world. If I could just do what they do. And then it bridged the gap and, and, and showed me that, man, these are real people with feelings and emotions, just like me mm-hmm. um, with family. And, It uh, like I said, it bridged the gap between these superheroes and myself, and that's kind of that's that's one of like the main impactful things that will manifest from this camp is like every interaction that I have on Saturday is is a chance to impact a young kid, a family in a positive or a negative way, Um, and just I take I take great pride in leaving a place better than I found it, and leaving an interaction better than i came into it
1: i asked ben sort of if he'd been to any camps when he was younger sort of going into the kind of situation that you were just talking about you were in um and he said that there just weren't many in ashland there weren't pro guys from ashland there weren't many in nebraska that he could kind of go to because typically like when you talk to guys um there was like there was a pro player that was in the NFL or had been in the NFL that was from their hometown or in like a surrounding area that would come back and host a camp. And they would go to that camp and they would have a similar inter- interaction to what you just had, where it was something that like it, it humanized that kind of player and made it seem more attainable where they were at. Um, and Ben was like, well, there weren't many guys from Ashland. I said, well, 20 years from now I'm gonna be able to ask a, a kid from Ashland who's playing at Nebraska. That question He's gonna say, I went to Ben Stilley's camp. So oh. same question for you. Are you going to have a camp? You're going to have an NFL career. You're going to have a long NFL career when it's done or when you're on the tail end of it. Are you going to have a camp in Colorado Springs? Is this something you want to continue doing?
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, Because of the outreach and the impact. Um, If I come across something in the future where I have a greater outreach and a greater impact um, than a youth football camp, then quite possibly I might move on to that avenue but at this point in my life in the foreseeable future football is my platform Mm -hmm. and i think it's safe to say that yes like on my off time for the next handful of summers um i will use my platform to give back to the community create that interaction um and just and just help the next generation of of football players grow
1: yeah that's cool you don't have a lot of free time right now but in your free time in, in what little time you do have, what are some other things that you want to do with with this, these NIL opportunities that you guys now have?
0: Yeah. Um I guess this is this NIL thing really came at a good time for me because this is I should have been building my brand um with the sense of urgency that I am right now like the whole time in my head. And that's how I look at it. But so this really just kickstarted me into building my brand, identifying my brand and, and, and creating my brand. Um, I created four pillars the other day. Um, see if I can remember them. It was my, my why, my why is self-optimization. Um, how, to, how to live a, a, and how to, how to optimize this time and this life here on earth. Um, my why, my why comes from the heart, my, and how I, how I, how I live my life from the heart and how I believe we all should be living our life from the heart. Um, the vehicle, which is my body. I take, I take, I take a lot of pride and exude a lot of energy into, um, maintaining and upkeeping and growing my body and my physical body, um, because that's our vehicle. And then the journey. Um, which is our experiences, which is our, which is fun, which is our personality. Um, and just, and just continuing to build on those fundamental uh, building blocks um, to be able to reach a, a, a variety, wide variety audience and hopefully resonate um, with people and they can, and they see, they see this guy on TV, like pouring his heart and soul into this game. But then they also see this other, this sentimental side, this, this vulnerable side of like, this dude's a real person, um, who, who cares about these things. Um, and I respect him for that. Um, I want to be respected. I want to be remembered more than just a football player. Uh, when my time here on earth is done, um, when my time here in Nebraska is done, I want to be known for the, the smiles I put on people's faces, how I made people feel. Um, and yeah. And obviously everything I poured into this program.
1: Yeah. One of the things that, that you talk about building your brand. one of the things that Ben said last week that I thought was really interesting was that um, you build your brand more you being a general player, not you specifically, but you build your brand on Saturdays. That's how you build your brand. You can I mean, you yeah. can do it um, in you know through social media, through a website, through things like that. but in a lot of instances, for an athlete like you're building your brand on Saturdays and then sort of, I guess by, as an extension, throughout the week during practice and things like that the way that you handle
0: your business do you feel the same absolutely they, they and and ben hit it on the head with like it all starts on the field no one no one's gonna have like a genuine interest in you for the the majority of people won't have a genuine interest in you unless like you're performing on the field um so I guess it happened exactly how it's supposed to with uh, me kind of growing in my role on the field and then this NIL thing coming out kind of kind of pushing me off the edge to building my personal brand but I'm already I've already competed on the field people know what to expect on the field so now it's kind of like what's what's behind the curtain Mm -hmm. like uh, on his off time who is this dude as a person what does this dude like to do Um, yeah which is exciting because I'm a I'm an outspoken person I'm an I'm a I'm an extrovert uh, by day, introvert by night. Um, and I think it I think it really liberates us. It liberates me to share my story, to share my truths um and to feel seen.
1: Yeah. Do you feel like you have answers to questions that are popping up with NIL stuff? Do you like do you feel Nebraska's been preparing you guys for this for a while? Do you feel like you, you kind of know what's going on as best as you can, or or do you feel like you're just kind of like you're flying with blinders on and you're just trying not to hit anything?
0: I think, I think you said, I think the first thing you said of I feel as prepared as possible. Nebraska really did a great job of, you know, pushing the envelope of like, Hey, this thing's going to pass. Like, um, just show your, be, be yourself on social media, um, post, Daily, uh, create content. Um, so when this thing does pass, that you you have an engaged following that is expecting new content. So they're not. So it's not surprised when you come out with a sponsorship or a partnership. Um, so I feel prepared in that aspect. Of they definitely said this thing was coming, and here we are. It did. But also to allude to what you said, like we also, it is kind of loosey goosey. Um, It seems like it's every man. It seems like they're going with the approach of it's every man for themselves. We have like 140 entrepreneurs on our football team when I'd really like to see us have like an NIL director um, for the Huskers who is in charge of creating team deals, kind of like down at Miami, where each player is going to get paid 500 bucks a month for one tweet a month and kind of more, more team oriented deals because even, I mean, it's July 14th and, People have already, I mean, people are already asking people, like, how much you get paid for this? How much you get paid for that? Like, that's not what it's about. Yes, I think it's beautiful we're being compensated. But then this comparison game of, am I getting what these other people are getting um, is only going to create division. Where you got to remember that we have a 17-year-old on our team. We have 18-year-olds, 19-year-olds, 20-year-olds that haven't even graduated college yet. And now each and every one of them are their own personal brand. And that's a lot of responsibility Um, and a lot of these guys um, just uh, don't understand what that, what that fully entails. Um, And I don't as a 23 year old about to turn 24, like I don't, and I've graduated and I think I have some of the best help in the world. I couldn't ask for a better family background to prepare me for this moment. And I still don't feel fully prepared. So I can only imagine what these other guys are feeling which I guess alludes to my point that there, I really believe there should be an NIL director um, team oriented deals, team oriented compensation um, rather than this individualistic Avenue that it seems like we're going down. now. I,
1: I want to talk about that a little bit. Cause it's interesting. Yeah. So this is, this is kind of, this is going to be kind of a two part question. Okay. Do you feel like that sort of every man for itself situation do you think that's going to change team dynamics in a locker room and then the second part of that is like for yourself you just mentioned you're one of the oldest guys on the team for someone like maybe Markel uh Deontay also older guys uh Ben some of the guys that have been around the program for a long time that have just been through college and just had life experience and things like that do you guys feel a responsibility to maybe try to to fill that void when you don't have sort of a, a director that's helping anybody else?
0: Yes. Um, short answer is yes. Long answer is I don't know exactly how to do that. Um, but absolutely. I think, I think it's simple. Like when someone asks you, like someone asks Adrian, like how much you get for deodorant? Uh, yeah. He could, you could, you could show you the contract. Or you could be like, bro, it doesn't matter. Because it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, so I think weather in the storm of like, people are going to ask you how much you're making. People are going to ask you how sweet was this gig? How much free stuff did you get? And it's like, I guess try not to quantify it uh, for people because then that gives them something to cling on to rather than just... Um, being more general and generic. And then to tap into the part of the question where you're like, can we help with the direction of it? It's like, absolutely. We can, I guess we can set a standard. We can, we can create like a common understanding of, uh, of, what to, of what we're about and what the do's and don'ts. You know what boys, we're not gonna ask each other how much we made because it doesn't matter and you shouldn't be focused on it either. We should be grateful. We should be grateful that we're, we came into college at a time where we're able to be compensated for our efforts um, rather than dwelling on it. So that's a definitely a loaded question, but um, it's really, it's, it's gonna test the maturity of these young people. And I feel like it's, in some cases, it's set, it set us up to fail and in other cases, like, it's been a long time coming. Like, what's how, why, am I, why am I complaining about being compensated? So I guess I don't have a, <laughs> a single answer.
1: I mean, it's a tough question. And the NCAA did you guys no favors with sort of just continuing to kick this can down the road. And then, you know, at, the, at, at midnight saying, okay, yep, do what you want. Like, you guys are, in effect, you guys are the guinea pigs for this thing. And, you know, a decade down the road, it's going to be so much smoother than it is now. And you guys are the ones that are just kind of, they're just like figured out yourselves. Um, Here's what,
0: here's what could have happened. They could have, the NCAA could have just paid, just upped our stipend, kept us as amateurs and kept their structure as we know it, that it was created in like the early 1900s because, Back then, school was a, was a greater platform than sports. And now here we are in the 21st century, and sports is a greater platform than school and under, the same, under the same rules and conditions. So the NCAA has basically been robbing its players for far too long. And then instead of just taking ownership and being like, they deserve more, they kind of opened this side door to this entrepreneurship, every man for himself, we're compensating you. Everything's good. Um, we're still relevant, kind of ordeal, and it's like, okay, twenty bucks for a runs a tweet. I don't believe is is proper compensation. Um, no, it's not proportional to what you guys bring real, in. That's just real talk. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, it's it was it was absolutely a. Uh, well, we have to do something. Here's something. Stop yeah. asking us about it um you just brought up the platform that's another thing that i wanted to get into with you um because and i i talked to greg smith about this on his podcast earlier this week one of the positives of this whole situation uh, many positives one of the big ones that i i hope comes to comes to pass is that you know like i don't know if you getting ready, but I don't know if you watch college game day when they have those segments where they talk about, here's this random uh, hobby that player X enjoys. Um, Here's this like thing that's not related to football that this player has. And those are always segments where it's like, here's something unique that this player does that isn't specific to football. Let's just focus on one guy on the team. You could do that segment about every single player on every single football team. Because like, you guys are nuanced. You guys are individuals, like you just said. You guys have passions outside of football. You guys have hobbies outside of football. Um, and one of the cool things with with this NIL space is that, like, I don't know if you've seen, if you've been keeping track of all the deals that have come around, but like there was one Marshall offensive lineman that is now going to play shows. He has musical aspirations and he can now play shows off of this and make money off of those shows. Um, one thing that I hope happens I'm curious for your take on it, is that people, instead of just looking at an athlete, be it professional or college, as a, a an entertainer for, for whoever's in the crowd or for whoever's watching on TV, and instead starting to see you guys as people beyond football, you guys have other passions beyond football, you guys are multi-dimensional, you guys are, I mean, you talked about this on, on Adrian's podcast, where you said that you know, you have to love us beyond just football. Um, I hope that this helps facilitate some of that more. Do you think that it can?
0: I think it definitely can because it like, yeah, it's, it's given us a voice, um, a voice in the business world. Um, I sure hope, I sure hope so Derek. Um, <laughs> It it's gonna be interesting because athletes have been suppressed, their voices have been suppressed since the beginning, since they started voicing their opinions. The LeBron James shut up and dribble. I mean, where does it end? And in one sense, yeah, we do only have this platform because we're good at the sport that is funded through entertainment. Um, but just like just like a regular person from a nine to five job. Like we have feelings, <laughs> like we're, we're people too, man. And just cause a group in society glorifies us doesn't mean that we have any less of a voice.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, I think like it, it's starting to trend in, in the right direction, but um, hopefully, you know, people will see you guys doing other stuff that you're passionate about. And it'll it'll just show the layers beyond just athlete. That's definitely right. that's definitely one of the things that I that I hope happens because, and like, guys can do that through you know hosting a football camp like what you're doing, um, through playing a show on a guitar or like with what Adrian's doing, just getting on a podcast in front of a mic and just talking about stuff. Um, what did you think of? that podcast experience by the way
0: I absolutely loved it Adrian is one hell of a dude um with a great heart and his heart's in the right place man he's a uh, I'm so happy for him that he's doing this podcast glad that my brother and I were able to hop on and like we need more of that as someone who is as someone who is like lifted up and praised one moment and then tore down and stomped on the next. Like I have the ultimate amount of respect for that kid for bouncing back, sticking to it, growing, maturing and using all those experiences to become a better man.
1: Is it cool that um, you can do that now that he can do that now or just bypass us in the media and just say, I'm going to give you stories that come straight from my mouth that are in my words. I don't have to worry about like how some dummy like me is going to transcribe it or how somebody's going to interpret it or things like that. Like that's, that's a good thing.
0: Right. I think it is a good thing. It's going to get right to the, it's going to less being around the bush, less trying to answer these insinuating questions and more so just you're going to hear, you're going to hear players hearts more. Um, and that's it. And that's how I, I feel like that's how it should be. Cool.
1: What else you got cooking up?
0: Got this, uh, today or just for this pod,
1: just in general, just in general, what do you, what do you got working? Do you have, do you have a website? I
0: do not have a website. I, uh, I'm working with a uh, level 500. i I'm, I'm, I have these shirts coming out. Um, they'll okay. be available okay. Saturday. Um, So you can buy Jojo Doming gear, um, starting Saturday. Oops. What did I do? There you go. You're back. I'm back. Um, so that's exciting. I just partnered with Chick-fil-A at South Point Pavilion, which is amazing. Uh, Charlie Cologne, uh, has brought me on. And so that's, that's super hype. Really excited. I feel very aligned with Chick-fil-A and feel like that's a good match. Um, And yeah, we're working on some other things, man. Just really trying to optimize this time, but also like staying in my lane. Um, What's for me is for me and what's not is not. And not trying to make, not trying to make a quick buck, but really trying to align myself with brands um, that share the same morals and values um, and are on the same mission, which is impacting people with our platform. That's awesome. Um, So like I said, this is kind of just kickstarting me um into the rest of my life to where um hopefully I'm an influencer for a positive change in this world. Um and I'll look back on this time at Nebraska and be like, that's where it started.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. I have a couple of or a few lighthearted questions for you that are just Sweet. about preference. So yeah. you're with Chick-fil-A now. Are you a waffle fry or crinkle cut fry guy? <laughs> I like the waffles. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's the way to go. Um, You can be sponsored by one restaurant company. So let's, let's just take Chick-fil-A off the table. That thing is off the table. Um, And you get to hand select which restaurant it is. It can be a chain. It can be a local mom and pop shop in Nebraska or or Colorado. Um, It can be sit down. It can be fast food, anything, but you get to choose it. What are you picking?
0: (laughs) Um, probably based, just, just out of principle and out of respect for my childhood, probably chilies. <laughs> I ate at chilies at like, where do y'all want to go to eat? I said chilies. Um, <laughs> I love their chips and queso, like to die for best chips and queso on the face of this earth. Um, so yeah, out of just out of respect, probably chilies.
1: Are you an office wow. fan? Like The Office?
0: Yeah. Um, I've watched it. I'm not a huge fanatic.
1: But you've seen the Chili's scene, right? No. You haven't seen this? No.
0: Is it on no? Where can where can I see It's
1: this? in the first season, I think. Uh, okay. Pam gets banned from Chili's for life. Because she gets what was she doing? She gets too drunk in a Chili's. And uh That's and then I think like like Chili's in the real world, like their social media team like kept it up and like kept up this internet joke with the actress that played Pam that she was not allowed in a Chili's. And then I think a couple years ago or something like that, they like lifted the ban and she was allowed back in. So if you do get sponsored by Chili's, I'd like you to recreate uh, that scene where she screams into the camera, holds up a trophy, and then uh, gets kicked out of Chili's. That is funny. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, please do that for me. Um, You can be a Nike athlete. A Jordan athlete, Adidas, Under Armour, Reebok, something else. Which one are you choosing? Jordan?
0: Come on, jump man, jump man, jump man.
1: Okay. You and Ben both said the same
0: thing. Like, come on. I haven't even thought about being sponsored by Jordan because that's kind of just like, what would I have to do to be sponsored by Jordan? I mean, when LeBron comes out with his line, once he's retired, I'll. I'll be a Lebron athlete James gang athlete
1: so does that mean in the the debate over who's the goat, you are team lebron is that, yeah, what that i'm gonna means? go out, I'm gonna go ahead
0: and state my stance of i believe I believe there's no like greatest of all time, I think there's greatest of of each era like will Chamberlain won was it like eleven titles, but like that's a different game back then. So like, if we're talking titles, he is the greatest of all time. So I think it's just greatest of all era. I think we, I think we disrespect the game and disrespect history by saying, oh, like so much better now than it was back then. Well, it was the way it was back then. And that was the pinnacle of it. And we should respect that because I had to go to that place to get to this place. So yeah, I'm ending the go talk. Let's, let's transition okay. to the greatest of the eras.
1: Okay, I'm I'm good with that because uh, yeah. LeBron would, would dominate that era and Jordan would dominate this era for sure. So I'm okay right. with that. Okay, let me ask you a question about two guys that are in the same era then. And I don't okay. know if like uh, Greg Smith and I went to uh, Mo Berry and Ty Ferguson and Deontay Williams were training at like Speedway Village a couple of years ago. And we were just kind of talking with them afterwards and an intense debate erupted over whether Aaron Rodgers was better than Tom Brady. Did this debate make its way to the locker room? Do you have thoughts on this?
0: It didn't. I think Rodgers has more arm talent. I think Brady is a better football player, game manager. He... He somehow finds a way to win, even when he's not supposed to. I remember him beating the Colts and Peyton Manning year after year, and it's like, I know that Colts team was fire. So for the Patriots to be able to just have their number year after year, like, there, him and Belichick were geared into another level. Um, Rogers with only one Super Bowl, I don't even think. I don't think it's fair to compare those two. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I'm riding with Brady. <laughs> okay.
1: That's fair. I'm perfectly legitimate. Um, who on the team has some of the weirdest NIL ideas?
0: <laughs> um, I think. I don't think. You know, I'm not sure. Just because you said ideas, and like, I'm sure people are scheming things I haven't heard about. Um. What's the strangest saying, saying, thing
1: you've heard about?
0: I mean, I honest honest to God, I think GoPuff was pretty strange. I'd never heard of this company before. And then they come out and hit up every athlete like on July 1st, like yep. post our stuff. And that was pretty odd to me. So yeah, I'll stick with GoPuff. Like, come on, guys.
1: Some guys were leaving their address in uh the screenshot that was getting over oh, there. Yeah. Oh man. Some guys maybe they did that
0: on purpose though
1: deliver some food to the apartment yeah nothing wrong with that okay <laughs> all right man well i've had you long enough so I'll, I'll let you get on with your day thank you for uh thank you for joining the podcast i really appreciate having you on
0: yeah i appreciate your time man always always good talking with you man
1: yeah i'm uh, i'm looking forward to uh to your season i'm looking forward to the black shirt season i think you guys are going to be really good this year i'm excited to be able to watch um that'll do it for this week in the meantime keep reading hill Subscribe to all the Hale Varsity podcast offerings. When JoJo gets its site up and running, make sure you go check that out. Look at some JoJo Doman branded gear. JoJo has a dope logo. So make sure you're checking that out. And we'll be back next week. Thanks, guys.
0: A Hoodat Media Production.